Don't fake it, just bust a move. This joint is gonna get you in the mood. Hey, it's Joe Coy. Another episode of the Koi Pond. We made it, Mom. Corolla Digital. I'm part of the family. Thank you, Jesus. Um, Chris. Hey. All right, this is what, Nick. Okay, this episode I'm really excited about. Let me tell you why. When you move to Los Angeles, and that's, and I speak on behalf of everybody that moves to this city of broken dreams with their chance to make it in Hollywood, uh, we all come here knowing nobody. That's, that's the grind that you have when you move to Los Angeles. When you move, when you, Los Angeles, when you move to Los Angeles, you don't know anybody. If you do, it's probably because you grew up here, but whatever it is, there's a cutthroat business out here and, and people are just out here trying to, trying to make it, chase their dreams. And then, uh, you, you, you meet other people that are grinding just as hard and, uh, and you're glad that you do. And when I moved out here, I moved out here 14 years ago. And literally the first year I meet this guest right here in his name at my time was Ben Gleiberman. <laughs> You're going way back. Ben yeah. Gleiberman. Yeah, it's true. And I'm not even joking. You went up on stage as Ben Gleiberman. Yeah, I did. You had the uh, – and by the way, I'm just going to go ahead and shorten the name now because when you become Hollywood, you figure out who you're going to be and you change your name and now it's Ben Glebe. You better believe that. And Ben Glebe is the host of the hit – uh, show on Game Show Network yeah, baby. called Idiot Test. Yes. Which, this is what I love about this show that you've created. I don't know if you created or whatever the case may be. I know you're executive producer of the show. Truth. And it's going on its third uh, season. Third season's Which airing is right now. already an amazing accomplishment. Thanks, man. At third season, you can pretty much just say, I'm going to retire. Mm. Uh, it's going to live. I'm not going to say that. It's going to live for a long time. I hope so. Well, you're not going to retire. Episodes well, you deep. know what I'm saying, though. Yeah, no, I mean, you, I you have say the that. comfortability to go on the road and just do your your passion, which is yes, stand up, yes, and live comfortably, yes. Um, but what I'm getting at is in Finally. this. <laughs> what I'm getting at with this uh, with this whole third year thing, it's that's rare now, man. Mm. You know, especially Short with our peers, audience, especially with time. our our peers. The, the crew before us, the 90s, all those cats, they got the tail end of the whole pilot and creating and a sitcom seasons and, of, and getting yeah. seven seasons and then the network supporting it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't do that much this year, but let's see what we can do next year. Like mm-hmm. Now it's like, all right, third episode. I think we're going to go ahead and pull it. It's true. And, and I've been on those shows, too. Yeah, and I have, too, man. Mm-hmm. I've been on ones where that, that only went three hours. And they were like, you <laughs> yeah. know what? This was a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. We don't even feel like checking the ratings. We didn't like watching it. Yeah, I don't think it's there off. are ratings on this one, Joe. So uh, why don't you go We're going to tell Nielsen, just don't email us tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, Joe, stop eating at the snack bar <laughs> and uh, get out of our commissary. We think it's better financially for the network, Joe, if you put down the tuna sandwich. Tuna sandwich? We need that actually for the Mindy Project. <laughs> they need more tuna sandwiches That's over right. there. Um, and God bless the Mindy Project. We have a friend on that show. Yeah. Uh, Fortune is over there. Yeah. And, uh, and Mindy. Mindy, I haven't seen her in many years, but I knew her briefly. Oh, really? She stopped by the improv one time on one of the Comedy Juice Nights and said to me, Ben, when are you going to come do our show already? Uh, and I was like, oh, you mean The Office? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anytime, Mindy. Executive look, producer and star of The Office. Look, anytime. Look behind you. Do you recognize There's that? a bicep that yeah. thinks it's bigger than it is, so it's probably Josh Wolf. That's Josh Wolf. I bet it is. That's Josh Wolf. Thinks we'll it's we'll have him is. in a second. <laughs> um, this is what I love about you, Ben, and I want to just explain to everybody that when you start uh, 
anything in your career, anything that you dream about. Mm. I always say this, and it's like the common thread in all my pods. But if you can dream it, it and I know this sounds cheesy, it, it'll happen mm. as long as you put 110% behind it and believe in it. Because the only person that believes in it more than you is you. Yeah, there's nobody. Nobody does. else. Even nobody your else mother doesn't no. believe in it. No, because she just believes in everything you say. And even no. though the, the dumb ideas, she's like, that's perfect for you. Yeah. Is that how you, your mom has? Is your mom immigrant? She's Yeah, she's Israeli. What is her uh, accent? How does it sound? I don't really do my mom well, like as well as you do your mom. Just, but, just but do it. It's kind of like, Ben, I support you. Everything you do, I support you, Ben. I'm very excited for well, you. Well, mom, mom, I just had a dream about I was riding on a dragon with Madonna's face. This could be your future, Ben. Wonderful really? idea. Really? It supports everything. What? Too Chris. much so that her opinion means nothing to me. Chris, did you hear that? No, no, Josh is talking about Ben's pants in here. So <laughs> I, I'm, all I'm saying is that I don't know what age you're supposed to stop wearing those pants, but you're past it. All right. That's, that's Josh Wolf. <laughs> that's Josh Wolf. And, and, and of course, you can tell Josh Wolf because he's super laughing hard at his own joke. Yeah, that's yeah. how you know. Oh, that, that, that's, that's a singer right there. Somebody has to laugh at it. That's right. Someone does. Jo- Josh Wolf will be coming up in a few. Uh, and, uh, of course, he's, he's, that's what Josh does. Josh just goes after everybody. He attacks everybody, mm-hmm. and he's making fun of your camos. I'm wearing great camouflage pants. I think they're great camos. Very they're comfortable. Not, like, you're making it sound like those are army camos. Those are no. joggers, skin-tight yeah. joggers yep, yep. on, on I, the man. I bought them on a mountain in Utah. I was not sober, and I ended up uh, liking them after. <laughs> when I first bought them, I felt very insecure, finally got comfortable in them, and then Josh Wolf rolled into the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Ruined that dream. The thing about Ben Glebe is, it, you know, I say this a lot, but it's laundry day for Ben Glebe all the time. All the time. All I'm the on time. the road too but, much. You know how that is. I, don't, I know. When am I going to do laundry? Why Whenever match? I can never. Why match? That's Bro, the benefit buy, we get as artists. We don't have to match ever. Ben, I, I buy more underwear than I do wash. Right. I do. When I'm on the road. I, I do it all the time. Roll into I a can, CVS and get some, some box you, of briefs. Are you kidding me? Easy. Uh, easy. A six-pack of socks at Foot Locker. Yeah, they're Done. my favorite. Uh, yeah, the box of briefs at CVS is a pretty solid Walgreens. Exactly. I got the Hanes. They're ready to go. You Here's know, the thing. I remember I was a kid, and I wanted to pursue this industry. Maybe I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I was watching, like, fashion's weird when you're, like, young kid. You don't have your, your, your sea legs yet, and you're not comfortable. Yeah. And I was watching, like, how am I going to, like be fashionable and look good and worry about all that and i saw some dude walking the red carpet at an award show yeah. literally with like leather uh leopard print pants a feather thing on his head several <laughs> nose things yeah, yeah. a jacket made of like tambourine pieces yeah. and i was like oh yeah you can just wear whatever, whatever you, you want. want just do it with confidence exactly. no one questions it yeah until Josh walks in the room. Yeah, then jo- well, Josh always looks like Amber Crumbie and Fitch. Yeah, how's somebody who hasn't made a fashion choice in 25 years yeah. <laughs> going to be criticizing? Let me just say, my fashion choice is called giving up. Mm-hmm. That is so true. I've made mm-hmm. that choice. That I made it many yeah, years have. ago. Yeah, you have. You know, what Josh Wolf, you know what Josh Wolf's outfit says to everybody? That he's a Pearl Jam fan. <laughs> <laughs> Am true. I right? That it, I am, am I a right? Huge, I am a huge Pearl Jam fan. I know yeah. you are. Yeah. You know why? Your Doc Martin said it. I'm not wearing Doc Martens. I'm wearing Alexander McQueen sneakers. Oh, get out! Now get off the damn. Now he's trying see, to sound now fancy. You're trying to, I don't even want to. Don't let him on the microphone anymore. Uh, yeah. Now, now I'm saving that for the next episode. See, you can't talk crap no. about someone's outfit, and you're going to roll in on some Alexander McQueen right. tennis shoes. Where's a hat you every can't even time? Play on... ten- Alexander uh, McQueen doesn't even play tennis. That's right. That's exactly. That's a great point. How dare you? He's designing shoes for you to show off. I'm on, not going to lie. On though, a... I have I have Alexander McQueen pants. 
Well, that angry rant seemed a little out of place now. Yeah, it seemed did. a little it did. It did. Well, I did. Because well, I had How your back. You can't you know say Alexander, even though I do love his pants. All right. Well, here's the thing. I was trying to get your back. I appreciate it, but then you stopped. Your, he was crapping on your joggers. It's and then true. he's, those, basically, first of all, Ben Glebe's money, he has long money now. Mm-hmm. He has network money. Mm-hmm. So those aren't just average camouflage joggers. No, these joggers. are expensive those camouflage are expensive pants. Camouflage Keep that in mind, okay? joggers. Alexander McQueen was walking by me jogging in these, and he's like, oh, man, if I could design these, Josh Wolf would buy them and yeah. never criticize this moment if I had, if had a time machine. Exactly. That whole exchange happened in the second when I jogged by AMQ, AMQ. as I like to call him, because he and I are tight like yeah. that. Well, everybody A-M-Q. knows AMQ. Q. First of all, I don't Alexander want you to... McQueen, okay, I, I know yeah. your money's long, but first of all, we all call him AMQ. Well, they, you all did starting now when I invented it. <laughs> You can feel free to use it. I'm fine. I'm okay with that. At Ben Glebe is my uh, guest today. And not only is he mm-hmm. a guest, but he's like my really, really good friend. Yeah. And I've known you for 13 years. We came up together, man. We did. You were with me before my son was born. It's true. Uh, follow him at Ben Glebe, B-E-N-G-L-E-I-B. And the reason why I spell it is because mm. to this day, I still spell, spell it right. wrong. Yep. And that's on his Twitter and Instagram. Idiot Test is every Tuesday. 10 o'clock, 9 mm-hmm. o'clock Central on the Game Show Network. Two episodes, back brand back. new. Brand new. With the crazy ones this season coming at you, like a scary one, like burlesque dancers versus ballet dancers, country versus rockers, and an all-nude episode, no joke. I love that one. And a bunch of celebrity That's episodes. That's the one I'm going to watch. Yeah, the all-new one's pretty bananas. The, yeah. I recommend the right side of the screen more than the left. Okay. That's the side I always look at anyways. Mm-hmm. My left side, I don't do anything. You're left-handed. I am. I mean, I'm ambidextrous, but I write lefty. Well, true. you know, I, you know how I knew you write left-handed mm. because I can't read anything you wrote down on this piece. Oh, of paper. that's good. That's this looks literally like <laughs> I put a pen in a chicken's uh, claw and yeah. told it to just scratch. Yeah, well, I can't read any of this. You corrected yeah, everything no, on my happen. paper. Yeah, he goes, Joe, that's wrong. Let me correct it, and then he corrected it with this. <laughs> What is that? You should. I'm not going to take a picture of this. You're going to Instagram or or you're going to snap this. I want everyone on idiot test. This should actually be an idiot test question. It should. What? What am I saying? You're not even. You're unable to read my handwriting. Talking about my Showtime hour special. Listen to this. Listen to this. Third at ten o'clock. Listen to this, Ben. Yeah. You can't even read your handwriting. I can read it. No, you cannot. No, it's my. And I can't. My hieroglyphic. It's my encrypted codes. I don't need to use encryption. There's no reason why. I just write. The, you know what you did for Game Show Network? He actually drew the set of Game Show yeah. Network. That's right. Uh, this is... I'm, I'm, I'm okay. Showtime I'm special. Your, your Showtime special airs June 3rd at 10 p.m. on Showtime. Yep. <laughs> that was stupid for me to say that. But yep. Friday, June 3rd. That's the day after my birthday, Ben. It is? Yeah. Oh, see, that's, that's going to be a great weekend for both of us. I can't wait for this special. Thank you, man. I'm is excited. this your first hour special? My first hour special. It's going to be called Neurotic Gangster. I love it, man. Mm, it's going to be fun. I've You're, worked real hard on it, man. We all climbed to that place. Dude, you got they, those specials can, early. You, you were lucky. You got those specials early. Well, no one was lucky. We all worked no, hard. No, you worked hard, but you know we what I mean? We all worked hard, bro. Luck is when preparation meets opportunity. You know what yes, I mean? Yes, but not only that, man. Um, You're implying will, that you worked harder than me by getting them early. There's a little bit of luck in there. No, we all worked hard. No, we're working hard, man. Joe Coy was passing out flyers and DVDs just with handwritten. This is Joe Coy's... Uh, stand up to every fan out, outside of every show outside back of in 2003 when we were coming yeah. up and uh, 2003, 2004, making sure everybody had a picture of his son's head on his business card yeah, man. with a rubber band inside yep. holding it to the DVD. Yep. And you and I remember thinking I should be doing that. This is going to lead to specials faster uh-huh. than me. And then yep. I didn't. And he, it happened. And then my special happened faster than mm-hmm. you. Look, yep. this is... <laughs> 
Let's talk about the the coolest thing that we did on on separate paths, mm-hmm. but we ended up meeting in the middle. Yeah, we both <coughs> we both knew we had uh, a talent, but no one was really pushing us out on the out on the college circuit. Mm-hmm. So you oh, and that's I, right, that's right. You and I both looked up what we needed to do mm-hmm. to get on this college circuit on our own. By the yeah. way, I didn't talk to Ben, and no. Ben didn't talk to me. No. We and just then, both – I didn't have a great agent at the time getting me road gigs. Same here. And I needed money. Bad. I needed money. So what did we do? We got our own money. Found out what to do. How do you get colleges if you don't have an agent? We went to NACA. We got NACA memberships. Memberships. Got subscriptions. Subscriptions. Took out full-page ads in the program. Full-page ads. Rented huge corner booths. Rented out booths at the NACA – the national NACA national. convention. Drove, drove out drove out a uh, – a car I rented with plasma screens yep. and big posters and Yo. banners so I could make it look like I was much bigger than I was as yep. a comedian. And let me tell you what the show was. We that both had friends of ours come up, pretend to be our agents, yep. and sell shows that for us. That was so true. Yeah. We did. And we had people handing out our flyers. This is no lie, Chris. These are the kind of That's things the you way do. You have to hustle this, is, this is the reason why when, when other comedians come up to me and go, dude, really? Like, how'd you get there already? Like, mm. really? Mm-hmm. You're asking me how I got there already? Yeah. Why don't you ask Ben and I when we were three of a three of us in a in a in a, a double uh, crappy hotel yeah. room sharing the, the shower with people and using money to invest in that knack of gamble that we yes. did not know and we'd make way, get book gigs from. We didn't book gigs. I was going further in the hole on that, and it actually was not national. It was yeah. it was it was NACA Reno Regionals. That's right. For the it Northwest. Was. It was the Northwest. And we just Regional. had to we hope could... to leave there with some colleges. Yes, and and we literally invested our own money. To try and get a couple college gigs. And just like glad handing with these kids that are booking the colleges. And yep. I remember I had this setup where I thought like people only laugh at stand up in groups and crowds. Yeah. So I, I bought that I returned as soon as I came back from a trip this little mini DVD player yeah. at like Fry's Electronics and got a, a audio splitter so four students from one college could all sit down with four pairs of headphones and listen at the exact same time to my comedy. That's I figured awesome, it would make man. them laugh more if there's four of them. And left there with a bunch of colleges and paid off. And it was my first it made me a headliner. Oh really? That trip was the first time I went on the road mostly in Utah and Oregon and my first album came from the last gig of that Are you serious? That I booked from that NACA. I booked like nine colleges and it was like a huge it paid off huge for me. Paid off huge. You, I think you booked a lot more than nine no, maybe that No, time. no, no. You not. booked more than me. Oh, I booked that's, two. Okay, that's Right. Oh, that's right. That's I right. Too. That one didn't pay off that well for you. It, the first, the first gig paid off what I invested, mm-hmm. and the second one was yeah. what I made. But I had to split it with everybody. Right. But in our minds, we thought we were going to make about a hundred grand. <laughs> yeah. Am I right? I didn't make that, but 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 those nine that I booked paid for. Kept me going for about a year. I mean, I yeah. probably got you know maybe eighteen grand out of that, maybe fifteen grand profit, and. Little bit of commissions and was able to ride that for a while. But see, that's what I'm. But that's what I want these these young kids. And I don't mean this just in like, like stand up. I mean this in anything. Yeah. In anything that you believe you can do, man, just do it. You and know some of them mean? don't have to even be young age wise. Some of them are, are older than us and are yeah. just young in their minds still. And think it's going to happen. I'm just going to keep telling my seven jokes. Yeah. It's like no, you no, have to you be inventive. Have to, yeah. You have to work super hard. Yeah. And you got to blow a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Dude, whenever it comes up, you just got to say, yes, I'll do it. Uh, the comedy show that uh, swept the swept Los Angeles yep. was Comedy Juice. Yep. You created that with? Scott Richardson. Scott Richardson. And uh, Scott Richardson. My best who, friend to this day. I, I love Scott. He's awesome, man. He's just such a nice guy. He's one of those guys, when you talk to him, it's like you can hear genuine come out of his mouth. Oh, yeah. 
We live in a land where there's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, well, I brought him into this business. He never intended on it, so that's why. He, yeah. was, he was a, never in, he's not one of the people that had to come here and was desperate to make it happen in this town. I just dragged him into it. Yeah. And a brilliant businessman. I mean, he, yeah. after well, you Comedy go, you Juice, he created. Are. Thanks, man. You know, I, I went deep background. I, I really want you to because, you know, when I talk to you about this, Ben, yeah. and, and uh, I, I really do sense that from you all the time. You, 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 Sometimes I feel like you don't really know how amazing that show was. And that's why I always repeat it. And I always like Thanks, to say man. it out loud. Thanks, man. I really do, man. Because and, it's, and, and cause still to is this that, day, though. Ben, because ben, to this day, that show still is the baddest show out here in Los every Angeles. Every Wednesday, the Hollywood Improv at 10 o'clock, Comedy Juice. Yes. Yeah, it's the hottest. And we have shows now every Tuesday at Gotham in New York, Comedy yeah. Juice. And Madhouse in San Diego and the Irvine Improv every Tuesday. Yeah. It's a nationwide brand we built. Out yes. Of, starting that just at the Laugh Scott Factory. Year, you know, and yeah, 15 years ago now. I know. And I was so happy to. I remember when you guys would just both sit in the corner at the Laugh Factory. Yeah. And just be like, like. Comics would run up to you like, please let me get on. Yeah, man, like, we would do sketches up top of the show oh and all this God. weird out of the box stuff, and promote it every single week, and built it into this like national stand up brand. That's one of the more respected brands, I'd like to think. It, it is um, hands yeah. down. Like there's 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 brands of shows, and then there's comedians that push shows. Yep. Uh, comedy juice people 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 come for comedy juice. Oh, it's crazy. I mean, the show sells out on. On itself, it's this legendary show that when Chappelle was missing in Africa, he performed his first set on Comedy I Juice. I was there, bro. You were there, and I was on the road, and I missed it. I was there. The day that Chappelle was missing and he was in Africa, he wasn't in Africa. He was on stage at Comedy Juice, and I was there that mm-hmm. night. And that was one of the greatest nights. And, by the way, I went up on stage, and he smoked, mm-hmm. and he threw it on the on the, uh, on the the uh on the stage, mm-hmm. and I grabbed it. And continued it? And, no, and then I was like, whoever wants to buy this, it is for sale. <laughs> um, because yeah, that man. was crazy. That I remember like, that was a, a really weird moment for my career, too. And if anybody wants to check out the Comedy Juice shows, just go to ComedyJuice.com. Yeah. Follow it online. You can see when the shows are. But I re- only recently started talking about Comedy Juice publicly again because yeah. I went deep background on it for a long time because what's the conventional wisdom in this business, right, is that people who promote good shows and create great shows are – Usually not very good comics, oh. and that's what people always think. And for a long time, I felt that creating this sick brand was holding me down as people weren't seeing me as the comedian that I knew I was. Yeah, and even that Chappelle thing. I remember being bundles on the road doing stand up, and I missed it. I turned on headline news that night, yeah. and it's Chappelle reemerges on Comedy Juice. Da, da, da. And I told my agent at the time, I was like, "Man, I wish I was there." And my agent said to me, or manager said to me, "Do you want to be there for the room for the, in the room for the story about somebody else, or do you want to be on the road making your own fans to get your own story exactly. going?" And I was like, "All right, now I get it." Yeah. Um, so I didn't only recently. So I went background. We hired employees, and I took all responsibility off Comedy Juice off my head because I didn't want people seeing me as a promoter, yeah. as a creator, producer of shows, and. I just went and built my own individual career for so many years, and I finally, in the last couple of years, got into a place where I feel secure enough and finally like respected a little bit enough to to let people know. Oh, by the way, I also did start that super dope show. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, uh, you're heavily respected in the community, and uh, thanks, buddy. yo. I I've always been a fan. Thanks, man. And I'm also proud to say, like, you came up to me. Well, I, I like to do this all the time. I like to take credit for everything. <laughs> but but I remember you coming up to me going, should I get rid of Gleberman? 
I, that was, you were one of the people I asked. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah, back and in we the were day. at the Laugh Factory. You and know, I'd already I done think my I first. Get rid of Gleberman. What do you think of Glee? I'd already done my first late night set on the Late Late Show with Craig Kilborn. Yes. After my twenty fifth birthday, it's like twelve years ago now. Yeah. And I asked you, and you thought it was a good idea. Yeah, man. I was like, of course, Ben Gleeb. Yeah, it's way better. I just wasn't seeing Gleberman being on marquees. I wasn't. I whenever I call someone, they would mishear it. They'd mispronounce it. I mean, even Joe Coy, twelve years later, can't even spell Gleeb correct. So yeah, I'm going to I'm going to lengthen it. Yeah. I remember you and you were Joe Coy, two words. Yeah, two words. You know what I mean? I also, Things have changed. My real name is Joseph Herbert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You better that's, believe it. That's awful. Orange Herbert, as they have to call you. Dude, when I used to go up as Joseph Herbert, I used to get heckled mm-hmm. at the Instantly. minute I got on stage. It makes a lot of sense. And it was just me battling with everybody. And I was like, you know what? You should see if you can go back to that now. Joseph Herbert. I, I still tell people it's Joseph Herbert, and then they laugh, and I'm like, that's the reason why I changed it to Joe Coy. <laughs> but then also, dude, our our careers, not only with comedy you starting and all that, and NACA and all that, we ended up coming back together at so many years after yeah. coming up on Chelsea Lately, and we yeah. ended up being on that show together for like seven years. Yeah, man. Which was so cool. We did a so bunch cool. together, a bunch of episodes together. It was so much fun, man. Really fun. And, and what I loved about uh, Chelsea, the early years, it, you know... I felt like Josh Wolf and uh, James, get in here. Uh, what I felt with Josh Wolf and Heather McDonald and you and Lonnie and I and uh, Jen, Sarah, Franjola. Franjola, you know, I felt like it was an actual TV show. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like it was that, that, that throwback to when people would tune in and go, I wonder what Chelsea and Ben are going to get into. Yeah, it was back to like wonder, when Johnny wonder, Carson would yeah. have on the Rat Pack and you wonder, like, what are they going to just talk about? What are they going to talk it's about? such like what an inside, inside vibe. Yeah. Hey, what is Josh going to get away with again? Because mm-hmm. that's her favorite. How hard is Chelsea going to come down on Joe or Glebe about different random about things? About different random things. they did things. nothing and she just really wants to attack Yeah, him? yeah. Ben and Joe did absolutely nothing mm-hmm. wrong, but... Mm-hmm. She's going to shit on him. Yeah, it's great. But that's what I loved, man. I loved it, too. It was like Charles Grodin and Carson or Charles Grodin and David Letterman they used to fight. Yeah, I man. used to love that dynamic. It I was so it. funny to be a guest on someone's show and have this contentious vibe. Yeah. It's hilarious. And yeah. I, love, I, I was so happy to be that foil for Chelsea. And now that I have my own show yeah. where I get to make fun of others, I'm happy to pass that forward. You know, I yeah, pay, man. I, I, I pay the, 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 the shit talking forward to the, to the nation. <laughs> Who created Idiot Test? Uh, uh, did I ask that question already? You didn't. You asked me, you didn't answer. I, I didn't answer it. Uh, H2R Productions, Adam Rosenblatt and Jamie Rosenblatt and all these guys created it and tried for four years to sell it. Couldn't sell it. How was that such a hard sell? This is what I don't understand. <laughs> that to me, because uh, there, there's a thousand game shows that try and get created here in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I've, I've went out for a million of them. Mm-hmm. And in my head, I'm like, this isn't going to go anywhere. Like, yeah. even when I'm auditioning, I'm like, eh, I'm not even interested in yeah, it. Yeah. But when you threw me idiot test, I was like, this is brilliant. This is exactly it's a very different show. Yeah, man, because it may I am an idiot when it I play it. It makes you think. It actually, I mean, it makes you laugh. Hopefully, every episode, but one of the few that also makes you think. On TV these days, pretty dumbed down. It really is something you can watch with the family, or you can watch by yourself if you're a little stone or whatever you do. Yeah, and it makes you think. It challenges your brain, and I just cap on people. And makes it it's very out of the box comedy and very funny show. For, yeah. for for being a game show, but it took a while to sell because it was just so different from what game shows were. Yeah, and GSM was wanted it and didn't have the right host for it, and they asked me to host a run through of it in a conference room, and it went so well they picked up forty episodes from the conference. How room. do you go so well that it picks up forty episodes, James? It was, I don't know. How does that it was happen fire in that room? It goes it goes so well you get 40 episodes. Are you happy about that? It was incredible. My uh, first and I almost didn't I've told the story in a couple other shows but I almost didn't 
go to the conference room. Yeah. I had said yes and forgot, booked a vacation to New York. I never take vacations. And then I was reminded that it was in the middle of the vacation in L.A., this conference room run-through. And I was like, uh, I, I'm not going to fly back. Uh. I'm not going to fly back. And I was having like Passover din- or Hanukkah dinner in my house with my family and Eliza Schlesinger and was there hanging out. That's and a good dinner to have. It was a great dinner. Yeah. Great dinner. And I uh, asked all of them. Mom said, don't fly back. You always fly back. Nothing happens from it. Nothing comes of it. And my dad's like, I'd fly back. And Eliza, <laughs> <laughs> and Eliza was like, I would fly back. You never know what these things lead to. So I quickly called the producers and I was like, is it still available? And they're like, ah, we already offered somebody else. No. And I was like, and, and I'm like, oh, no, I really want to do it. And they're like, I don't know if he's said yes yet. If he hasn't said yes, I'll rescind the offer and give it to you. Do you want to say the name? I don't know. They never told me who oh. it was. And they, the guy had not said yes yet, and they, they said I could do it. I flew back literally for 12 hours in the middle of my vacation. I was yeah. dating a girl in New York. Flew back. It was Chewy Bravo. It was, right. <laughs> it was Chewy Bravo. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I want to host the show, Miss Chelsea. And he passed I, on it. Oh, man, what a bad decision. Yeah, and I came back, and it just was like fire in that conference room, and the show was just so obviously like working. Yeah. And I had everybody laughing, and they picked up 40 episodes. They picked it up in the presentation inside the No, conference it took room? them a couple weeks to decide, yeah. but they never did a pilot. They just, from that run-through, said 40 episodes greenlit. Good job. Now man. we're 145 deep. Congratulations on that. Thanks, man. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. And that's what I'm saying, man. Like, uh, hustle pays off, bro. Yeah. I got a house now. With a pool. Yeah, that was. With a pool. Look at that. That's what matters. That's what happens when you become successful. A body of water in your own house. Yeah. I call it a lake. It's Lake Glebe. You should call it Lake Glebe. How, How deep is the deep end? Eight and a half to nine. I've mine, gotten conflicting numbers. You, mine's 22 feet. It's not. Yeah. But I mean, it's different. Yours is not 22 <laughs> feet. It's, it's pretty deep, man. It's There's no deep. way it's 22 feet. 22 feet. No, really true? 22 feet. You gotta put yeah. animals in there. You gotta put sea lions. Yeah, we in have there. a sea lion. He's a crocken. <laughs> I have a sea lion that comes every Thursday. <laughs> yeah. Mine's yeah. eight and a half to nine feet, but I have a mermaid chick that hangs out. Yeah, oh, you do. Nice. Let, okay. Can, are you single <laughs> or what? Single, very okay, single. Okay. Let, let me tell you about Ben Glebe. Okay. Uh-huh. During the com- comedy juice era, mm-hmm. well, actually throughout his whole career, you're talking classic comedy juice era because it's classic still going now. comedy Tickets juice available. era. Well, it's available still now. now. C- classic comedy juice era back mm-hmm. in the you know 13 years ago, 12 years ago. Uh, Glebe, Glebe, I'm telling you, bro, would pull up with some dimes. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. oh, you remember that, Josh? Dime. <laughs> Josh is emphatically not. Josh his head. Wolf is what in was the house. that girl's name? Ben Glebe, the girl who who is who worked at the park. Jasmine that taught my kids mm-hmm. baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh my and god! I, and I show I saw your show one night, mm-hmm. and you were like, "Oh yeah, that's my girlfriend." She was. Yeah, maybe the single best looking outside of my wife. Yeah. best looking woman I have ever <laughs> yeah. seen. I all Much the time. To Bethany. <laughs> you know what I told? I this is what I told Thank Ben you. one time uh, when he introduced me to uh, well one of his many lady friends on his. Uh, on his platter of yeah, that's always nice. Yeah, he had a platter. I asked him to oh, sit yeah. on a platter. Is that awkward? No, I don't know with that. One time they I get to the cheese. They get to sit. One time he introduced me to one chick, and then I, I shook her hand. Then I pulled him to the side. I go, I'm not going to wash this because I'm going to masturbate with this hand. <laughs> you said that. I want her DNA. Mm-hmm. I can hear you. Yeah, she oh, can hear. I can hear you. <laughs> Oops, I'm sorry. She can hear, but I. He's he's a big fan of you. Yeah, yeah. He wants fan. to use the hand to masturbate. Apparently, thumbs up, sweetie. <laughs> yeah, his, keep his seal thumbs of away from me. Yeah, yeah. He's, that's yeah. right. Gross. That's right. But I would say it in creepy mode, like, yeah, I'm yeah. just going to go ahead oh, and, uh, <laughs> is there any way I can shake her hand again? Yeah. Is there any way that my, my Asian penis could fill the gap yeah. between Joe and Koi? 
Just hold the gap as a placeholder until I decide to get rid of it. That's awful. <laughs> mm-hmm. what, what, because, when did you start stand-up? Oh, man. Like, I really started, like, like doing it for real. Yeah. Um, after I graduated college in, like, two th- in like the very end, 2000, 2001. So, like, wow. 16 years, pretty much. Dang, 16. really? How about you? I started in 1989. Oh, my God, really? <laughs> this is my 27th year. I take it back. You did not get your specials early. <laughs> That's Mine might have just beaten you. I might have just beaten you, time <laughs> Just later in the calendar. You know, my first TV, my first TV was uh, nine years into my gig on BET's Comic View. Was it really? Yeah. What year? 1998. Oh, wow. So I was nine years in and I got BET's Comic View. My first TV, not as a stand-up, but it was my first like real TV was on Leno's Jaywalking summer during oh, college wow. or winter break during college yeah. in like 1998. Really? Same year as you, I guess. And then my first stand-up was many years later on that Late Late Show when I was 25, so 12 years ago. So it was like 2004. Did you always want to be a comic? Always. Since I was a kid. Yeah. You too? Oh, are you kidding me? That's all I lived. When yeah, you're since broke, I was a When kid. you have no money at home, stand-up – well, I, I, I'm not saying in general. For me and my family, mm-hmm. humor was – the one thing pushing us, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Because we didn't have like going to the movie money or going out to eat money. So mm-hmm. it was like a lot of us just entertaining each other. My sister sang. We did all these Filipino events. Like I, I did Michael Jackson for five years. Even after Michael Jackson wasn't cool, yeah. I was still doing Michael Jackson at these events. Joseph, do the moonwalk. Just do it. <laughs> I, got, I, I was doing <laughs> spaghetti doing the moonwalk. Oh, I was doing so Pee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing Pee Wee Herman's tequila dance from Pee Wee's Big Adventure at really? camps. Really? Oh, yeah. That was your big thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they brought you in to do that. That's awesome. Yeah. James Ponce is here. Do you know James Ponce? Yeah. 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 James. James Ponce is hysterical. Um, this is why I ask you who was your favorite comic to watch when you first started? When, well, I, well, when you were young. Lot, or when I was young, George Carlin always. Oh, really? George Carlin always. He's, he's the closest to what I love comedy for and the way he talks and his perspective. Yeah. Always a little confused and angry at the way people are. Yeah. But not in like an aggressive way, just like people are weird. People are making weird choices. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I just love looking at things twisted like that. So yeah. I loved him. Loved Seinfeld, of course. I liked Ellen a lot. I, liked, I mean, I loved, of course, Chris Rock always, but that always. was a little later when, yeah. when his special started hitting. Yeah. Eddie Murphy. Loved Eddie Murphy, just man. the freedom. Like, I, Raw was one of my favorite I things. went to Raw. Really? I went to Raw. No way. Kid, That's I was cool. 15 years old at the Seattle Coliseum with my friend William. And I bought two tickets to see Raw. I was 14 rows from the stage. Oh, that's pretty good, man. Yeah, man. That's My mom cool. thought she was taking me to a movie. <laughs> and then we got to Seattle. She's like, this is it, a movie. <laughs> this is a fucking concert. <laughs> and she had to drive around for two and a half hours and wait for me. Sweet, man. Yeah, but I, I knew I was going to get in trouble, but I was like, I got to go to this concert. She I wondered why to. the movie was so far away. She's yeah. Like, why yeah. is it so far? You couldn't watch the Eddie Murphy movie? It was, it was 3D. It, what? 3D, Mom. 3D. Only place to have it is 3D. But in Seattle, there's nothing in Tacoma. Nuh-uh. So I'm driving to Seattle yeah, for 3D, and you can take your own snacks in this movie theater. So Eddie you Murphy, snacks. who you have to pay for snacks? Eddie Murphy. How long do I have to be out here? Two uh, half hours. You son of a shit. And then you got real, uh-huh. you got real life on it because you got the real technicality afterwards. Come back in the car. She's like. This was a, a comedy show. You're like, yeah, real life is in 3D, mom. Yeah. Real life is 3D. Yeah. Are you going to deny that? Are you going to say then, life is 2D? And then this is what my mom said. When I punch you, that's 4D. Because <laughs> you're going to feel it. Or it's her D. It's her D. <laughs> you. 
hurting you, hurting your body, hurting you, hurting your body. Chow. What is that accent? It's Indian. It's becoming Indian. Why is my mom your Indian? Mother, oh, listen nice. to me, Jokai. You wow. will not make your mother drive around this arena all night long. How like do you some, kind of, some kind of drunk NASCAR driver going who, slowly. Who is this oh, guy, mom? Oh, no, Jokai. I am your mother now. Oh, man. I am the mother this now, Jokai. This man just slowly turned. You're my oh, mom. Oh, yes. Yes, you better believe it, Joseph. <laughs> Oh, come to Mama Joseph. <laughs> It's very exciting. I made you some delicious curry chicken sandwich. Oh, wow. Your favorite. Curry chicken sandwich. Yeah, made me favorite, your favorite. Mom. Come give your Mama a hug in her man chest because uh, yeah. I am your Indian man mom. Oh, my God. Come <laughs> to me. Yes, you know you want to. Ben, when you did you used to do voices when you first started? Yeah, I, was an, I started as an impressionist crazily. No, we all did. We all did. We really? did. No, I'm not joking. Because I, I did, you I did and I, impersonations. I, I, yeah, I. That's I, how I, I think started. That's like, I, think I think that's usually everyone's. Usually, their first thing is like impersonating at least something. Yeah, since I was a kid, I was just always good at voices. I could like replicate celebrity voices. When I was like a young kid, I had like a hundred impersonations. Yeah, and. My first thing out of college when I was first starting stand-up, my first paid gig as a comic was my best friend Jason Zar and I, who's now a huge businessman, like a big tech tycoon now. Yeah. He was a hypnotist originally after college, and we had a show together called Stand Up and Sleep. What? And I would do a half hour of impressions opening for his hour and a half hypnosis show. You're We'd kidding do sketches me. together on stage. <laughs> and now he's like a very respected tech CEO who sold companies for millions of dollars and, and I, uh, wow. you know, still Man, traveling to... Tacoma. Tacoma Comedy Club. One of my favorite comedy clubs, by the way. Great club. Yeah, Adam you, Norwest in yeah. the Northwest. Yeah. What are you playing that? I don't know what my next date there is. Well, I got some of your dates right here. La Jolla Comedy Store this weekend, April 29th and the 30th. Please go check out Ben Glebe at the La Jolla Comedy Store because that room is incredible. And that's where mm. I met Bobby Lee in 1990. I met Bobby Lee in 1996. Wait, no. In wait. La Jolla. I met him like 91-ish, 92, actually. He was the yeah. third guest ever on my college TV show, my freshman year of college. Isn't that awesome? Bobby Lee was my guest in 96. Yeah. I still had a speech problem. He had a big afro. He came yeah. in to stand up on my little college talk show for the campus. That's so crazy. I went, to, I, I went up on stage in, at La Jolla Comedy Club, uh, La Jolla Comedy Store, and Bobby Lee went up. And I remember walking up to him going, can you do a show with me in Vegas and I'll rent out the room and everything? And I rented out uh, 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 like a stage at UNLV. Wow. I rented it out for $500 and I made all these tickets for people to buy. But then I told all the students at UNLV to, that it's absolutely free and support uh, comedy and all that. No one came. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that's Bobby. Bobby, no. I'll tell you a story. You lost money? I lost all the way, all the way to oh, Vegas. I, I flew. I flew Bobby out. You had I had to pay him money. I had to pay, I had to pay him. I, <laughs> I also uh, paid for his room. I actually, to be honest, I, yeah, I did. I bought him a room. You might have lost a couple thousand dollars Jeez. in that gig. No, you didn't make that much. But no, I made five hundred dollars stage and flying him out in yeah. the room and paying him. Something. Oh, I lost money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, um, and but he remembers that show to this day. I even made programs, uh, and that cost me money. And I remember I got sponsors to pay for that program, but it was. All the money I got from the sponsors paid for Bobby and all that, and I, I, I ended oh, okay. up losing money. That's why to this day, in non-professional situations, Bobby refuses to talk to you to this day. <laughs> Still at each other's Bobby throats. loves me to this day. I love Bobby. Bobby, Bobby uh, was incredible. He was He's a pioneer himself, you know what mm. I mean? And uh, you know, he even told me, he was like, dude, you're too talented to be here in Vegas, bro. 
move because he, he was in San Diego at the time, mm-hmm. and and he had a, a he had a, a cush gig. You know, he was he was a regular at that La Jolla. And Comedy he was opening store. for Polly Shore. Yeah, man, he had it good. And then finally, he was like, "I'm going to move to L.A." Mm-hmm. And like, I remember three years later or four years Mad later, TV. he was on Mad TV. And I remember mm-hmm. like, "Why didn't I listen to Bobby?" <laughs> Give <laughs> here him I am shoveling. To... Here I am shoveling tiger shit at the, yeah. <laughs> the Secret and Roy Secret Garden, telling jokes every Were year. You really? Yeah, that's what I was doing. You ever have a weird encounter with, with a tiger? Never, never, never. But oh, I got wow. to beat the dolphins and swim with them. Oh, that's that fun! I swam cool with dolphins. It's amazing. Yeah. So well, my yeah, friends on uh, tour. Uh, look at that. And then Bobby ends up giving breaks to Dr. Ken on Mad TV, yeah. and Dr. Ken's got his own sitcom now. Yeah. And Hangover. It's like all of this like comes back around as long as you like stay focused. Stay focused. You never know when these seeds you plant are going to come back around. Exactly. This is the, this is gardening talk with Joe Coy and yeah. Ben. <laughs> it really is, man. It, it, I, I always say that, man. Whenever you. Whenever you go 110% and believe in what you want to do, man, it happens, man. Look at you, Ben. Like, you are a success story in, in, in our book, especially in the comedy world, especially this day and age. We're not getting those deals like we used to, bro. Mm-hmm. We're not. Yeah, it's so still for you a, to be at 120 slog. episodes 145. in, 145, yep. and I mean, it's going to be syndicated. Yep. It's gonna. We're it's hoping, a, yeah, a, yeah, if we get another season or two, it'll be syndicated because a higher threshold for of course uh, for game shows, maybe more. It's like two hundred episodes, but wow. we're close. We're getting close. But it, why wouldn't it be? And it's just one. It's evergreen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's not topical. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that we can watch twenty years from now. Yeah. And you're very very funny. And Thanks, the show man. concept is brilliant. Thanks, man. And uh, it couldn't have went to a better guy. So make sure you guys watch Idiot Test. On uh, Game Show Network, every Tuesday, two new episodes uh, with Ben Glebe. 10 and, also, and 10 and 10.30, 9, yep. 9 Central. And then also uh, his Showtime one-hour special. His first one, Friday, June 3rd at 10 p.m. Yep. Uh, did you choose Showtime or Showtime chose you? A little bit of both, a little bit of both. I wanted Showtime or Netflix was the two places I really yeah. wanted to be. And Showtime stepped up and made an offer. And it works great. Like, not that I wouldn't be happy with Netflix too, but but I think a real amazing thing about Showtime is they're only doing twelve specials this year. Nice. And you know, Netflix does a huge number more than that. And yeah. So it's going to be right there, airing a bunch and on demand. So Bangley Neurotic Gangster. Does that does that not does that title <laughs> not describe me pretty well? That That's is great, actually dude. you to a T. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's my vibe, man. I'm like part very confident and don't give a shit and throw. Throw caution to the wind and act insane and don't care what people think and do things on stage or on TV that most people don't do. Yeah. The other half of me is a very overthinking, cautious, neurotic person. Yeah. That, uh, I don't know how I, uh, how I live, how I function with those two. Yeah. But that's my Gemini size. I'm a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Yeah, I know Wait, you when's are. your birthday? June 18th. What? Yeah. That's sick. That's my two sides, though, is neurotic and gangster. What are your two sides? Uh, uh, very masculine mm-hmm. and very dumb. Masculine and dumb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see that for you. Yeah. I can see a that for you. A dumb, masculine man. Okay, I lied about masculine. <laughs> I, I just picked that. You also put a T at the end of masculine. Yeah. You said masculine. Okay, so then that's what it is then. And that proves the dumb yeah. side. That's the dumb yeah, side. Just, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good job. You, had to, you, you worked that in even in the one side. You got yeah. both in. Yeah. That's pretty great. <laughs> um, I am a very casual and um, love to like just lay down and sleep. Mm. But then I love to go out and dress up. Yeah. Those are my two sides. Oh, I like that. I'm, I'm a fancy cat. I, I have like a fancy cat. I really do. Cat. Yeah, like well, that's against their tabby. will. Dressing yeah. up's yeah. against their will. Honestly, I like to, but. like, you know what I mean? I like to buy nice things and go out and and and, and live my life comfortably. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And enjoy. And then also not. Because I went to and your house and there was not. like just bologna in the fridge. There's just bologna. Yeah. So yeah. It's, you're, 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 you're a man of both sides. Yes. 
And uh, I want you guys to know, he said a lot of nice things about me, Joe Coy, but I want you guys to know Joe Coy has got a great podcast called The Koi Pond. Do me a favor, find it, subscribe to it, <laughs> nice. rate and review, a positive review if you That's can. Nice. Please, it's a great podcast. Thank you so and much. And I want everybody listening to this to know about it. That's that's amazing, man. That's if awesome. you could do that on your pod, that would actually help me more. We're booked, but because the they're is, already listening to it <laughs> no, now. See, we're already full. But the point um, is, I want this audience to know Joe Coy, great guy. He's got it, a point. We've been trying to find people to you know that actually, listen to this podcast to find the podcast. Yeah, if there's about any way podcast. we could have a guest on my pod telling people smart, about man. my pod, because a lot of people are at home pod. listening to your podcast, thinking, "Where can I Where find can it? I find? Yeah, that's what I've been saying. This guy's got it. It's already right here. It's whatever you're doing. Keep doing it. You don't freak." out don't go into a coma just keep listening right. to the koi pond listen you're already here. listening right. to it it's press, easy press pause then go look for it okay yeah. uh, or just don't press pause there you and go. Then it's even easier to I'm, everyone that's listening to the koi pond right now i just want you guys to know that you are actually listening to the koi pond. it's yeah, working already know that it's working you that's see it's already now working, you're getting ben. the word it's, out thank you so yeah. much you're ben. letting people yeah. know ben wrote that on your paper actually no, he actually wrote that. down yeah. koi pond right underneath live show it says he will also be appearing on the koi pond right now so it's already working Exactly. At this moment, That's and you're listening nice you, to it. Man. Yeah, don't even have to do, lift a finger. In fact, don't lift a finger. Don't press pause, and you're doing it. Yeah. Like, Thanks congrats to all of you. Thanks for the plug, man. And can I tell you something? Plugs yes. don't always turn out huge. You don't always get great. I guarantee no. this plug, 100% effective. Not only that, I'm getting it for free. Yeah, it's a free yeah. plug I'm giving you. Everybody hearing this plug is going to listen to this podcast. Well, then, why don't you say this? My name is Ben Glebe, and you're uh, from the Game Show Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are listening to the Koi Pond. Subscribe and. Do, do that right now. Yeah. This is Ben Glebe from GSN's Idiot Test. And you are listening to the Koi Pond right now. You're listening to it. You knew that. I just like to review. Make sure that you don't get confused on the way back home from the from the from the from the, from the market. Perfect. Uh-huh. <laughs> market. All right, Chris, it go ahead and cut that I'm out. A fan of it. Go ahead and cut that out. We're going to use that as a promo. I Thank you so that. much, man. That You're was welcome, absolutely man. free. You're welcome. I think you should use the longer section as a promo. I might. Where we were real meta about it. <laughs> Also my podcast. What's your favorite city to go to on the road? I love Atlanta. Wow, ATL. Yeah, I really do like it a lot. It's a very different vibe from LA, yet it's still a big city. It's fun. It's got a hip-hop vibe I like. Mm -hmm. I like the Laughing Skull comedy clubs where I play. It's this little hidden speakeasy behind the bar and grill, the Vortex Bar and Grill. I love the vibe. They have a ping-pong bar where you wear church robes. They got a lot of fun stuff in Atlanta. Yeah, This is the gangster side of you. Yeah, you run into Mm -hmm. T.I. sometimes. You know what I mean? Oh, I've ran into T.I. sometimes. Yeah, Yeah, you you have to. (laughs) You have to. If you're walking around Atlanta, you you bump into T.I. You bump into T.I. Where is he? He's just walking walking around. around. Where do you bump into him? Wherever he is. If you're in Atlanta, anywhere. You just find where he is and you bump into him. You have, oh, I'm easy. saying you have to go pursue him. If you are no. in Atlanta and you're Unless just you walking, mm-hmm. you will run into T.I. He's there. He's got a lot of kids. He's, he's, got, mo- he's got 17 them. kids. All right, I'm yep. going to throw some at you. Ready? Tell me if he's there or not. Yep. Starbucks. Yeah, he's there. Bank. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's Aqu- there. Aquarium. Yep. Some Thursdays. Uh, NASCAR rally. Mm, slow down. Whoa. Slow down. No, he okay. doesn't go to Actually, NASCAR I saw him out front. Right. No, he does hang out out front. Oh, there we go. That counts. I'll count that. He tailgates. He doesn't like to go in there. He a lot like of barbecue. The he old, does. He does do that. The old uh, rundown amusement park that's not open anymore. You, you know one place that you won't <laughs> see Ti where strip clubs. Mm-hmm. What the weirdest mm-hmm. thing? Yep. yep, it's the weirdest thing. But he's, he's got it in his basement. That's yep. what he doesn't, I was need, he doesn't need to go to it. The strip club comes to him. Yep. So that's easy. It's easy for him. <laughs> he is a strip club. <laughs> yeah. You could have whatever you like, and he takes his own song very seriously. Yes. And he builds it. If you build it, you will come. He will come. He will eventually. I love you so much, Ben. You too, Joe. 
I'm so it's happy really to, good to see you, man. Thanks for having me. I'd love to have you come to my pod. I don't even have guests anymore, but I would love to have you come. Riff Can the, I riff the news with me? I would love that. Let's do this. Yeah, I love Every your show Wednesday, so much. Summarize the world. Let's go. Last week on Earth. Let's do it. I'm down. I'm totally down. Ben Glebe uh, was the guest today. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys, one of the funniest comics working out there on the road. And not only that, he has a show called Idiot Test, which is on the Game Show Network. Every Tuesday, he has two brand new episodes at 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central. Truth. Uh, he also has a naked episode. Coming up. Coming up. So <laughs> yep. make sure you guys watch that one. I know I will be. His first Showtime special will air Friday, June 3rd, which is a good time for a Gemini mm-hmm. at 10 p.m. Yep. Welcome to the Showtime family. Thank you, man. And well, I don't know why I'm welcoming you. I'm not <laughs> yeah. even in that family. <laughs> I just, I, I'm an avid subscriber. Yeah. I have Showtime. I have all of it. Showtime on demand. I watch all of it. Welcome. Yeah. Show.com, baby. Yeah. Uh, show enough. Show enough. If you want to see his live shows, go to BenGlebe.com, B-E-N-G-L-E-I-B.com forward slash tour dates. Forward slash calendar. Forward slash calendar. Uh, La Jolla is coming up this weekend, April 29th. Go get your tickets. Edmonton, the comic strip. Yo, that room is amazing. I love that room. That One room of my favorites. is amazing. Ha- you will have a blast at that room. Edmonton. In the second biggest mall on earth. Woo! So come I, early. But that room is so much fun. It's a great room. Uh, and then, of course, Vancouver, BC, the comedy mix. I haven't been there. But I haven't been there either. My first May time. May 12th through the 14th and everywhere else across the country. St. Louis, Chicago, San Antonio, Minnesota. I'm coming. Uh, ben Glebe, you will always be Gleberman to me. Thank you so much. You'll always be Joseph, was it Nelson Riley? Uh, Joseph, Joseph Nelson Riley. Joseph Nelson Riley. <laughs> <laughs> come, come, come give me a yeah. Oh, your mom. Your yeah. mom, dad's back. Your Indian I love you so much, Papa. Please come. I love you. I love you, man. You too, buddy. Ben Glebe, y'all. That's the Koi Pond. I love you guys. We're out. Yeah, I live it like it's all good. 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 I live it like I live it like it's all good. 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 I live it like I live it like.